Elena. And I'm Megan. Welcome to the Shh Don't Talk About It podcast, where we talk about all the things we need to say out loud, but think that we can't. We're going to talk about all the things. We're going to shed light on them. We're going to embrace them and we're going to fucking love them. So join us on this journey as we get rid of shame and start talking about it. Welcome to season three, episode five. Let them know, let them go. Well, we're going to tell you what <laughs> we mean by that in just a minute, but what happens first? Well, we got we our got cross cross our, our cross. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Welcome mm. to another beautiful episode um, of Let Them Know, Let Them Go. Yeah, we're really excited about this one because it's one of our favorite topics. Mm setting and having and sticking to boundaries boundaries it's one of our favorite topics yet we have not talked about it on this show yet yeah not (laughs) really at all and it might be something that we love so much because both of us lived a long section of our lives really not feeling like we were allowed to have them Totally. And, I didn't even know yeah. what the fuck they were. Yeah. To be honest. True. Yeah. I mean, is it's it just confusing. me or is it just, this is like a newer age thing, right? Like this is like a newer, like with this generation, we're talking about boundaries. It seems like it to me. Okay. I feel like when you and I were growing up in the 80s and 90s, the idea that you could just do what's right for you, have mm-hmm. boundaries that like people are not actually entitled to your time, personal space, or energy. Like, that Mm -hmm. wasn't a thing. In fact, I feel like I was taught kind of the opposite. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it came from our parents where we just kind of just grinned and bared it or Mm -hmm. whatever. Is that like the saying? Grin and and bear it. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. How awful. And just like a people pleaser. You don't want to like ruffle any feathers or, you know, you just... Yeah. So keep the peace. Keep the peace. At the expense of your own peace and yeah. serenity and well-being. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All of that. And I think that is just. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis. So I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know, the one in the turquoise tube. So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples. And so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S 
com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. So present with from the beginning of, of our time here in this world mm-hmm. up until most recently, I would say for me over the last, I don't know, I'm still working on them really, but really most so in the last mm, year, six months to a year, I've been really... As I'm tuning into myself more, mm-hmm. like noticing, oh shit, I don't have to do this if I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean? absolutely. It's still very uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. To say no, a hundred percent. Because for me, I was raised to be a people pleaser. For me, growing up, the way I got my needs met was to have a really strong fawn response mm-hmm. under stress. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that meant be, being very self-sacrificing. To have needs was actually emotionally dangerous mm, for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really been in the last couple of years, and then working as a therapist, trying to help people understand boundaries, I was like, well, yeah. shit, you better learn to have some of your own. Like You need to yeah. Uh, yeah. practice what you preach here. Right. So I just think it's important to talk about so that people can understand what a boundary is, how you can set them and really start to like work on developing a belief that you are allowed to have needs mm-hmm. and allowed to assert what they are. Yes, absolutely. Because now like I'm just like thinking about thinking about like the past. And yes, we were always told you can say no, <laughs> like no is no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. no means no, as opposed to like not like setting boundaries on your body, not letting somebody come and, you know, um, do what they will or want to do to you. But that was that was it. Yeah. I don't remember any other thing of like being able to say no to something that doesn't feel right for you other than somebody touching me. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And physical, uh, you know, we can talk about the different kinds of boundaries that exist, Mm -hmm. but physical boundaries are super important. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it's only one of like many kinds of boundaries that exist. And we need to learn what all of them are. Yeah. So should we dive into that a little bit? Yeah, I was thinking I could just like walk through like the different kinds of boundaries that there are. But, um, you know, there's many kinds. We just touched on physical boundaries. So like people not having the right to have access to your physical body without your permission. Mm -hmm. And that's an important one. It's the most obvious one. Mm -hmm. But there's also all kinds of other boundaries. 
one boundary that I think gets crossed a lot, like all the time for many people are emotional boundaries. Oh yeah. Like the right to say like, this doesn't feel right for me emotionally and I need to take myself out of this situation mm-hmm. or like, uh, I think the biggest boundary violation that happens with emotional boundaries, there's two. One is just that thing where somebody just like vomits their bad day all over you yeah. without checking to see if you have the emotional space to carry your day and theirs. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. I'm guilty of it. Yeah. I'm uh, sure. We all we are. All you know? are. <laughs> I'm trying to be I'm trying to be a little bit more careful of like, hey, oh my God, like the worst thing just happened. I need to vent. Do you have space for me to do that? But mm-hmm. I do notice I do I still do like a fair bit of venting and then after the fact going, oh my God, I'm yeah. so sorry I didn't yeah. check yeah. it was just and then the other kind of emotional boundary violation that exists is someone um invalidating your emotions mm-hmm. like when you exert an emotion or say like this is I feel this type of way about this thing and you're basically told well you shouldn't feel that way yeah or whatever invalidate insert invalidating statement like mm-hmm. that's a huge that's a huge boundary violation yeah like nobody fucking asked you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also think a lot about um, like material boundaries. So people like not taking something mm-hmm, like people not ha- having the just unfettered access to things that are yours. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll just say like my sister and I, for example, have like really crappy material boundaries mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. We take each other's stuff. We wear each other's stuff without asking. Or, like, she'll borrow some some of my shoes or I'll borrow a hoodie and send a picture. Like, ha, 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 I'm wearing this. It's mine now. Like, kind (laughs) of a joke. Yeah. Um, But that's that's a material boundary violation. So that's another, like, tangible or physical – well, you know, in a way. I mean, not physical body, but – you can see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just like, no. Like, I remember, yes, growing up with siblings, sisters, definitely. Um, where's my fucking shirt? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, yeah. So, I never realized until, you know, now, yes, it's a it's a boundary. Like, that was mine. Nobody, you didn't ask me. Yeah. And don't you that. ever get that feeling of, like, stop taking my stuff. Or even at work. Oh, my gosh. Like, Stop taking my stapler, Debbie. Like I want. Like, <laughs> where's my red stapler? Where's my stapler? That was my stapler. I brought it from home. But yeah, yeah. that's a form of boundary violation. Oh, uh-huh. Time boundary violations. Ooh, yeah. Like people feeling like they're entitled to your time. Mm. Um, can you come to this event? Can you come to my party? Can you know whatever? Mm-hmm. And feeling like you can't say no mm-hmm. to that commitment of your time. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, um, you know, people that are, like, always showing up early or always showing up late to something. Or it's like, don't come to my house 20 minutes early. Like, I took, like, that violates my time. That that 20 minutes was my 20 minutes where I was, I still needed that time. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last kind of boundary that I think a lot about are intrapersonal boundaries, so this one is like taken me a long time to wrap my mind around because all those other examples are boundaries we have with others. Mm-hmm. But what about the boundaries we have with ourselves? Mm, like yeah. what about the commitments we make to ourselves that yeah. we then violate all the time? Yeah. And that's a form of boundary violation too. Yes, for sure. It's so interesting because like you don't, 
really recognize these types of boundaries or behavior patterns or what other people do. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, yeah. You think about it and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like I, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of like vomiting my day on somebody and being like, oh, shit. Sorry. How was your day? Or like, no, <laughs> you didn't ask mm-hmm. for this, you know, or venting or whatever. Um, but I mean, I think this is why we're doing this episode is because it's not talked about a whole lot. Because one, some we just may not know that they that they exist. Yeah. Um, or and then two, like it's kind of uncomfortable to like say no to people or say no. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Um, and talk about that. Like yeah. And like some people may see it as being selfish or whatnot. But then like, but why? Like why is it selfish? Why me? doing what I think is best for myself is selfish. So you want me to do what's best for you and fuck myself? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, I think that that's the... Um, that was it for so long, uh-huh. right? Like, Yeah, it's like that's the upbringing. implied rule mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of so many, so many relationships. Yeah. And people act like, people act like it's selfish or like unfair somehow yeah. to have a boundary, but... I actually think if I like try to think about like how do I define boundaries for me, it's like it's just the limits that I set for myself Mm -hmm. that allow me to show up for myself and others with my best energy. Mm -hmm. It's like me setting a boundary is actually an invitation to connect. Oh, yeah. You know, like this is like for us to be in relationship. Here's what I need. Mm -hmm. What do you need? Mm hmm. Do those needs align? But I, I see it as much more of an of a invitation to connect than I do a wall or a disconnect. Yeah, you know? I can totally see that because then you get like the real deal, you know, like you don't get just a phoning in a friendship or phoning in a relationship just so they so you're being pleased by the other person. Right. By any means, you know what I mean? They're just like, I just want you to be happy. Well, what does that look like to you? Yeah. To the person making me happy, you know what I mean? Like. What do you get out of it? Or you know what I mean? I was like, I want it to be real and authentic and honest. And um, I can totally see how you can connect with somebody in a, in a more so way when you can have those open, difficult, you know, discussions with somebody on like, you know, well, this is what I really need. This yeah. is what you've been doing. And I know you don't mean to be doing this, but, yeah. you know, um, because otherwise people are just going to be who they are and 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 behave certain ways and which is which is okay to a certain extent. I mean, that's what I guess the interpersonal boundaries that you're talking about is you have a right to say, for me, this is not okay for me. You can you can be this is who you are. Totally fucking that's cool, but not for me. And I don't want to be in relationship or whatever, you yeah. know, kind of thing. A hundred, a hundred million percent. And the other thing I think about boundaries is like, a lot of time, like when I'm teaching clients about this or helping clients start to explore, there's a lot of people think like, oh, so it's a wall that mm. I build around myself mm-hmm. to keep others out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you could do that. Be yeah. kind of lonely on the other side. Yeah. I think about my boundaries as a bubble, mm-hmm. like a like literally like a soap bubble that I'm mm-hmm. floating inside mm-hmm. and it can expand t- at times when I have less energy mm-hmm. and I like just can't handle much stimuli from the outside world, yeah. then my boundaries can expand. Mm-hmm. And then at, when I have more energy 
or I trust, I've gotten to know the person more and I yeah. trust them more, they can contract and the other person can come a little closer. So like mm-hmm. it can just, it can be, they can be flexible. Mm-hmm. For me, mm-hmm. it's about how much energy do I have to spend at a given moment in time. Of course, there's some things that are yeah. always like, that's just my boundary and you're not crossing it, especially yeah. with certain emotional things and certain physical things. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, we can dance, we can negotiate some, but sometimes my bubble is going to be really big because mm-hmm. I'm fucking really worn out. Yeah. And sometimes it'll shrink and you can get a lot closer. It's just, what do I have to give resentment free yeah. in the moment? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Little, and then I, what I was picturing too is like this soap bubble where you like attach to other soap bubbles and then <laughs> yeah. you like kind of come into your bubble. Yes, you can, <laughs> sometimes you, know? you can join bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Totally. You know? Yeah. So, no, I like that because it just shows flexibility. Like, and, and that's how it is with everyday life. I mean, every day is a new day. Every moment is a new moment where any emotion or thought or whatever could, could be brought up and those boundaries are going to shift and change as you know the fucking day goes by just depending on your energy level or what you know I think like when we really look at it you're really like just learning more and more about yourself Mm -hmm. um because that's how I started really paying attention to what my boundaries were because I'm just I was one of those and I still am but would really just go along with anything, anything, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. just like go with the fucking flow and just like, I'm down, I'm chill, I'm down to earth. Um, but inside I was just like, I don't want to fucking do this shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I did that for so long yeah, um, because I was afraid probably of what other people would think or think I was like bitchy or just like um, difficult or selfish or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All those things. Um, but then like you realize, or I realized that as I was like slowly putting these boundaries up or up or whatever, um, that, that didn't make people like go away from me or like stop engaging with me or whatever. Mm-hmm. If anything that like did help with, have a healthier relationship because I wasn't, um, like pissed off or yeah. hurt yeah without them knowing you know what I mean like totally um because a lot of I would hide my feelings a lot just for the sake of I have to work in the morning or I can't I don't want to cry right now or I don't want to argue I don't want to do this you know what I mean like but then but for who am I doing that for and I think that's like the important thing is to just to recognize who are you doing that for in that in that moment you know exactly and I would say, like, same to all of that. And I, one thing I've noticed, like, I have little, like, clues or, like, breadcrumbs I try to leave for myself. Mm-hmm. And one of my clues that a boundary needs to be set is if I'm noticing that I'm feeling resentful mm-hmm. about whatever it is, yeah. interact, having to go to a thing. I mean, even just that phrasing, having to go to that something right. or yeah. doing something and feel like – for someone and feeling resentful about it or um I don't know ex- hang yeah anything that I just notice I'm feeling resentment mm-hmm. well that's a sign that I need to set a boundary mm-hmm. around whatever that thing is because I can't be a good loving kind friend partner coworker daughter sibling whatever yeah. if I resent the other person 
Yeah. So that's or the like, situation mm-hmm. that you're like uh, going into. Yeah. Even though you don't want to. Yeah. I've definitely been done that and been in a bad fucking mood the whole time. Yeah. It's just <laughs> not good for anybody. So yeah. any anything where I notice that I am like harboring resentment, that lets me know. Oh, I have. A, I actually have a boundary around this, and I haven't communicate. I haven't maybe even noticed it for myself. I haven't communicated it to the other person. Mm-hmm. I need to do that because I want to love the people in my life and not yeah. like silently keep score of how much they're pissing me off <laughs> without knowing it. So, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's just like now I'm like, okay, I, I'm I can say no. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm like, trust me, you'd rather have me say no. Yeah. Than me be fucking pissed off in a bad mood the whole time. Okay. Yeah. And like, um yeah, and then I'll do this for you, so you do this for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> kind yep, of thing. Just tick, tick, yeah. little mental scoreboard, yes. like little tally marks. Yeah. Yeah, that's yes. no way to be in relationship. I know, because then it's totally just um, back and forth, right? Yeah. It's just, yeah, um, transactional, I guess you could say, yeah. in a way, kind yeah. of thing. I'm going to do this for you, so you're going to do this for me, and we'll just keep doing this game. <laughs> um, and, so, and it's like... Instead of, I want to do this for me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I enjoy doing this with, yeah. Or like, and it's just funny too, because a lot, of, like, a lot of times the other person doesn't even know. Oh, God, no. I mean, once you let them know, it's like, once you let them know, it's their job to meet you right at your boundary or to share what theirs is. Mm-hmm. And if you have a difference, you can take some time to figure out, can we negotiate this difference? Mm-hmm. And if it's irreconcilably different boundaries, then that might be a relationship that has to change, become more distant or end. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, I feel like needs can be negotiated. Yeah. But everybody has to be expressing them. Right, right. Know? And for the longest, I didn't express my needs. Yeah. And I started um, slowly with my partner expressing my needs. And, you know, at first, in the very beginning, yeah, it's met with like kind of resistance or frustration or like what? You're telling me I haven't been doing these. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, because when you're used to like something for so long and then like, wait, what? Like you've been wanting this this whole time. And why didn't you fucking say anything? You know what I mean? But it's so it's been a transitionary period. But I feel like the more that I speak up about what I need, like the better our relationship has has been and the more yeah. open I have been with him just because I trust that. You know what I mean? Like I tell him what I need and he delivers and I'm like, oh, well, well, that was that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> let's, just, let's keep doing this or, you know, and, and it just creates like this open dialogue and like you don't have to I don't have to be like screaming in my head that I don't want to do something or go somewhere or it doesn't feel right for me. And so I just started spilling that into other avenues of my of my life. Um you know, not just like with my friends, but even with myself, you know, mm-hmm. just making sure that I check in with myself and, and not, um, again, do things that I don't want to do. Yeah. You know, I'm like, who am I doing this for? Who's telling me to do these things? Like, we all have this dialogue, inner dialogue in our head that is like constantly talking to us, telling us, like, who the fuck is that person? <laughs> who are they? I mean, <laughs> or am I wait, we do have other people hear people talk yes. to them, right? Okay. <laughs> almost every, almost okay. everybody yes. has an inner dialogue. Okay. There's there's some people who don't. Um, and for those people, it, maybe it comes across in a different way, like pictures or whatever. But yeah. we all do. And I mean, that part that's telling you what you should be doing mm-hmm. is 
your inner is your inner critic. And yes. everybody has an inner critic. It's often not to get too like theory around it, but it's often the internalized voice of a critical caregiver mm-hmm. or a internalized amount, like amalgamation of voices of critical adults from when we were young. Yeah. And it becomes, it sort of becomes an internalized part of ourselves that sits in judgment mm-hmm. of everything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And really like the thing about the inner critic is that it is actually a protective part of ourselves mm-hmm. because it kind of learned like, you need to do X, Y, Z for other people to get your needs met. It was oh. often true when we were young. Yeah. Um, like I said, when I yeah. was young, I learned that I really needed to be self-sacrificing and fawning and, like, carry the burden of other people's emotions in mm-hmm. order to, like, hopefully get my emotional needs met. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so my inner critic will pop up and tell me that I need to do that or I'm being selfish because she's trying to protect me. She just doesn't understand that that protection's not needed anymore yes. and that I'm a grown-up, not a six-year-old child. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah, that voice is just your internalized okay. inner critic. Because that voice is like, get the fuck up. Stop laying around all fucking day. <laughs> she's trying. Like, I want to. <laughs> she's trying to protect you. You know, we could do it. There's a whole bunch of stuff out there and work that people can do around, like, getting to know and befriending your inner critic and mm-hmm. becoming curious about why they're so hard on you yes. and work that you can do to soften that voice. But almost everybody has multiple voices that they hear, multiple parts communicating at all okay. times. And okay. it's like, yeah, I kind of sometimes imagine I have like a preschool classroom worth of parts of myself, <laughs> like all fighting to run the show. Yeah. And I have to like work to be just connected to my wise self yeah. so that they don't get to run the show. Yes. Yes. I mean, I know that's not like me. I know me is who I am innately is exactly. the one noticing these voices, you know, like, Hearing the get up, do it, go to fucking work. And then the other one, no, I don't really want to. I don't, I want to, I want to go travel the world. <laughs> I'm, I don't want this fucking day in and day out job. You know, like I can see the battling happening, but that's like, I am as the watcher, as of the observer. <laughs> that's totally. who I truly am. But it's just, it is crazy. And so I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Totally normal. How do I put boundaries up against these motherfuckers? Well, that's what I mean by having that, like having boundaries with yourself. Yes. I have a part. She's a very hardworking, like workaholic part. For a long time, my sense of self-worth came from achievement. Mm -hmm. That part learned that we could get self-worth through achievement. Mm -hmm. Um, Things are a little more balanced in the system these days, but sometimes that part will pop up and will like tell me to keep work. I work from home and I will wake up at nine and that part sometimes still wants me answering emails at 9 PM mm. just because you might as well. You're not doing anything else. You're just going to sit here and read. You're yeah. just going to read a book. You're just yeah. going to scroll TikTok videos. <laughs> Fucking worthless. Yeah. Answer those emails. Yeah. And I have to have a boundary with yeah. that part of myself yes. that after 6 PM, I'm not going to check work emails or respond to them. Mm. And on the weekends, unless it's a serious extenuating circumstance, like a deadline that I procrastinated and I'm fucked if I don't get it done on the weekends, Mm -hmm. like I really need to have a boundary with that part that weekends are for meaningful connection with my loved ones or myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's a boundary that I've set with that part of myself. Yeah. How do you, uh, how do you stick to those? Those are like the hardest, right? Varying varying levels of success. Like the last okay. couple of weeks, I've been like in a real workaholic hole. And mm-hmm. I like noticed that that 
part was kind of running roughshod over the system. And once I noticed, I got curious about why that part of myself was so anxious, why mm-hmm. that part of myself wanted me to violate that boundary that we've set. Mm-hmm. What does she need to calm down? Yeah. And then just do some like self-connection work to connect with that part and reassure that mm-hmm. like, we don't have like, no one's going to decide they like us or hate us based on whether we answered their email today or in two days. Mm-hmm. And if they do decide they hate us because it took two days to answer their email, well, they, weren't gonna like, they weren't going to like, they weren't going to like us anyway. Yeah. So it, yeah. but it's, it's like a lot of self dialogue. Yeah. I know it sounds a little weird, but it doesn't it sound weird. Really I mean, well. we all, I feel like, like I was saying, like we all have that inner dialogue, you know? Um, but, um, to that, I was going to say about like making sure you like s- stick to those boundaries for yourself because I am like, I'm the like I feel like I'm just the worst I'm just like uh, whatever like we always like I set goals you know like people set goals and like I'm on this like 41 day reset right now you know what like once I turned 41 I was like I'm gonna do a 40 40 day 41 day reset where I'm only gonna drink two drinks maximum I'm gonna work out I'm gonna eat healthy I'm gonna do all these things um but then I'm always I'm one to like push the fucking <laughs> push the boundaries. Push the boundaries. I'm yeah. like, okay, I did this two drink maximum, but how big are these drinks? You know, <laughs> is one drink like a bottle of wine, or you know what I mean, or two drinks per sitting? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just like I don't know. For me, I'm still working on it, um, but it is. I think, yeah, the inner dialogue or I don't know do you write this shit down how do you like reflect on it how do you like because I feel like it's it's easier to to when you see it when you can say no to a person yeah but when you're like in it with yourself and you're just like you feel yourself kind of getting pulled because you have that fun part of your inside of you and then also like no Reina like we said we're gonna get in shape and, (laughs) and you feel like shit every time you fucking drink a lot you know what I mean so how do you like I don't know. Like, I'm still having, a, I'm struggling with that, you know? Yeah. As I'm drinking right now. It's hard. <laughs> but I I journal it. But I also, um, I actually, like, mapped my parts in therapy a couple of years ago. Because I, would ha- I had such polarized and competing desires for different things. And, mm-hmm. like, this really responsible part. I have this part that I call the, uh, the chaos demon. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this really critical workaholic part I have this very playful young part and then I have me Mm -hmm. and I like I I went through a process of like trying to figure out who was showing up when I was responding in ways where I was violating boundaries that I set for myself boundaries people other people set for me when I was showing up reactive like who is this Mm -hmm. showing up and Mm -hmm. I started just kind of mapping it out in therapy and then getting curious about what each part of me exists for mm-hmm. and what are they what is the need that they're trying to get met through mm-hmm. my boundary violating behavior okay. and then are there ways to meet those needs without violating boundaries yeah um, okay and it's always and I, I mean i feel like it's just the point of life is to like progress and grow mm-hmm. but never to perfect yeah. you know we don't have to get it right with ourselves every time yeah yeah no i like how you said like the different parts because i'm definitely all all over the place too but what I'm hearing in all of this is like just being really in tune to yourself how are you feeling when you do this Mm -hmm. stuff do you feel good 
Do you feel shameful? Do you feel like, fuck, I fucked up, you know, like, and paying attention to your response or your reaction and then go with that and like, well, how can you, yes, how can you have a crazy fucking night without getting totally a fucking obliterated? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like where else can you feel those emotions of like, you know, cause I feel like sometimes I just, yeah, I do want to go fucking nuts and go ham <laughs> and like do a lot of crazy things. But then I, um, but then, yeah. So and then, it's, then I met with like frustration that I can't do those things. So it's like, well, where else can I do them in a healthy way or yeah. find like find other avenues? I mean, there's there's got to be other ways. Yeah. Right. <laughs> totally. Well, and even just to bring it back to like setting boundaries with other people, which can feel so scary. Mm-hmm. I really I if I have if I like need to have a boundary setting conversation with somebody and I feel afraid of it, I ask myself like which part of me is afraid mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. It's always the young me, she's about six years old. What is her core fear? Abandonment. What is her negative core belief? She's not deserving of love. Mm-hmm. So then I reassure that part, like, no one's going to abandon you. You are deserving of love. You are loved. Mm-hmm. And all we're doing is letting this person know how it feels good for them to interact with us. Like, I soothe that part so I don't go into the conversation all, yeah. like, Amped right. up because the part of me that protects the little one is a real rageaholic. <laughs> so I used to go into boundary setting conversations with people real rigid, real revved up, real pissed off because I'd been harboring resentment for a long time mm-hmm. and real afraid that I was going to say something that would make them abandon me forever. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to have healthy boundaries, I had to like work through all that inner chaos to just be like – everything's okay. We're just letting this person know how to love us. Yeah. And they will very likely rise to the occasion. <laughs> yeah. We're just like, you were just letting them know you don't want to go to their party. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's also like, hey, just so you know, like you're fun at parties, but their party will also be fine if you're not there. Like it's yeah. okay. <laughs> but I know. Yes. And I, it's funny because I feel like I do the same as uh, in a way of like, instead of like being <laughs> coming into the conversation, but more so like being more like <laughs> little meep meep about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. I did it. You know what I mean? Already apologizing. Yeah. Even though, even though they're, like they're, it's fine. They're like, no, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like this weird. So I'm learning not to apologize. Yep. For, for what? For saying no or for saying I don't want to do something that, you know, doesn't feel right for me yeah. or whatever. Like, it's just like. I'm not going to start with an apology. <laughs> exactly. You know. Exactly. I was going to ask, like, what has what have been like your biggest aha moments in learning to figure out what your boundaries are and then communicate those to various people in your life? Um. Well, I mean, I would say just more recently because there's like been so many times where I, this has just been a practice of mine now. Mm-hmm. But more recently is like you know. Every year we go on like this annual um, mom and daughter retreat kind of thing. We just kind of all go to a spa getaway kind of thing. And, um, you know, I wasn't feeling like sometimes it's not the best um, environment Mm -hmm. (laughs) for me to be in um, or for all of us to be in or whatnot. I don't know. I just felt like I needed to set a specific boundary on what I needed from my sister 
sisters mm-hmm. or my sister. I will just say my sister um, because, you know, we don't have the best relationship and which is fine, you know, but I also think it's important that we discuss like um, if you're going to share space with each other mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time, like what is that going to look like? Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to look out for my future self and not putting myself in a situation where if if I got heated or intoxicated or whatever, things were going to come out. You know, yeah. and, and just like with everybody with family, you know, there are things, you know, oh, yeah. in every family that things get triggered. It's you're very raw. It's very emotional. So I was just trying to stop that from happening before I got in the situation. So I immediately was like, and I felt good about it. I felt good about, about saying this is what I need mm-hmm. for me to be a part of this weekend. Yeah. And, you know. Wow. <laughs> It wasn't well received. <laughs> well, you know, but you know, it, it may not be, and that's okay. Like, it's not you're you're responsible for yourself. You're not responsible how people are going to uh, receive you, or how they're going to see you, or their emotions, or whatever. You know, as long yeah. as you are speaking for yourself and saying what you need, um, that's all you can really do. You know, totally. So. I mean. God, family is so hard because that's where, like, the family system is where we learned not to have boundaries. And totally. Every, and, like, almost nobody's yeah, got it figured absolutely. out. But, like, you know, I um, – with in order to have a re- healthy relationship with my mom, I had to many years ago start putting boundaries in place around certain things I would and wouldn't talk about. So, mm-hmm. you know, ever – since my parents got divorced, I had to have a really strong boundary that like, I, I'm not going to talk with either one of them Mm -hmm. about the other one Mm -hmm. or process their relationship with Mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. As a child, I was frequently put in a position where I was processing relationship stuff that was way over my developmental level, you know, and that had, it took a toll on me. And so I had to put this boundary in place and it took a few years of just consistently setting that mm-hmm. or like, Oh, the conversation's going in a direction I'm not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, we can pause and go in a different direction or we can hang up, which would, you, which is better for you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just kind mm-hmm. of keeping it like that, yeah. like not letting myself feel overly guilty about it, yeah. but it's just a boundary that has to be in place. Yeah. yeah. I also have a family, my, I have a family that, um, doesn't speak directly to each other when there's confrontation. So there's a lot of like a cousin will come and talk to you about this or Mm. Grammy will come and talk to me about this problem and even sometimes ask like, you know, blah, 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 blah. But it's not their problem. They'll come and it's not their problem with me. (laughs) Folks in the family will come and talk to each other and like emotionally dump and vent about another family member and then say, so can you talk to them about that? You know, it's a lot of that kind of like triangulation. Yeah. Yeah. And I reached a point where I would just say, my first step was to say, I'm not going to talk to them about that. You need to. Now my boundary, if it starts to go in that direction is to say, Ooh, you know what? It sounds like we're going in a direction where we're talking about something that I'm not a part of. Mm -hmm. So I'm not comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Would you like to change the subject and stay on the phone or would it be more comfortable for you to hang up so you can feel what you're feeling about this situation? Yeah. You know, just kind of like, I guess that could, I I always have this little voice in my head that's like, that sounds so condescending, but it's really just like that clear language of like, ooh, ooh, time out. Yeah. We're going in this direction that like, we're not going to go. 
Yeah. I'm ha- but I'd love to keep talking to you if you want to talk about something else. Yeah. You don't want to talk so, about it. And that's yeah. fine. Like this, you're not a part of it. It's not like you're saying like, shut the fuck up. You know no, what I mean? I don't want to fucking hear this yeah. shit. You know? So it's like, you're saying it in a, in a nice way. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to do this. You know, yeah. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to know. Yeah. It's not my deal. Because I love these people and I want to have relationships with them. Yeah. But I don't want to have a relationship with them and this like triangulated family drama Mm -hmm. problem. Mm -hmm. I live in Oregon for a reason. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean, that is like, that says a lot. The physical, a part of me learning to have boundaries with my family was to move physically thousands of miles away. Mm -hmm. And then, and that's sad. And I'm sad that I had to make that big of a break. Um, And then, you know, for probably the last, I would say seven years, I've been working on like, building solid relationships based on just the energy between me and that family member and not the whole like drama llama stuff that likes to happen around it. Yeah. I love that. Cause I, I was always the one that would like get involved with like, think I need to like, um, save people, you know what I mean? I do save people for like my lit, my living, you know what I mean? I do save lives and stuff. But I mean, I felt like I always need to get involved. I always had to speak up for that person. I always had to, you know what I mean? Nobody asked me to do that. So Uh, I was a big boundary crosser and I will take responsibility for that. And it got me in a lot of fucking trouble. (laughs) You know, like I was the only one that would speak up. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember my mom would always tell me, I never asked you to do this. And I'm just like, I know, but this is so fucked up. You know what I mean? And like, it's, it's in a, there's good and bad to both of those sides, you know, Mm -hmm. speaking up against injustice or whatever. But if somebody doesn't want you (laughs) to like take up for them or, yeah, like, like, don't insert yourself in other people's drama. That's what I've been learning um, with my family is just like, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stand over here because I'm the only one that actually always like, <laughs> says something and then gets hurt by it. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. like, then I'm like, then I'm the only one that's really uncomfortable in this situation and yep. really upset and mad. I'm like, why am I even mad? Nobody else even cares. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's so funny. Like I used to do, I used to also think I was like needed to be the family rescuer or it's even small things like, um, earlier this year, my brother was visiting from out of the country and he was, came here, then road tripped down to Arizona and didn't communicate to my mom, my dad, or my sister whose house he was staying at. Mm -hmm. So they were all asking me. And then I got stuck in it and I asked him and he and he got frustrated that no one fucking trusts him to figure it out and turned into this whole thing. And I was like, oh, you know what my answer should have been? I really don't know. Ask him. Yes. <laughs> it's not my yes. job to figure oh this out God. for you. Now, once I started doing that, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, I feel so much lighter. Yeah. And it's not my fucking problem, you know? Like, yeah. it's not my problem. I don't have to. I don't have to do this. Yeah. You know, not at all. Yeah. You just don't. So that was my, I guess that's one of my own intrapersonal boundaries is like knowing, <laughs> know when to hold them. Yes, know I know. I hold them or whatever the fuck. I, have, I was having that song playing in my head too. <laughs> yeah. Know when to hold and know when to fold. Because yeah. you know what? Sometimes you do want to engage in not a compromise of your boundaries, but a, nego- a negotiation of mutual need in yes. a relationship. Yes. Like that is part of being yeah, in a relationship to be with like people. Totally rigid, yeah. you right. But sometimes you do need to know. I'm just like I'm gonna fold on this one. Like I'm walking away. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Ask him. Yes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, totally. Um, oh my gosh. But family is like the hardest to it figure is. it out with because it's 
this it's the group of people that we're always going to be the most reactive to yeah well you said it earlier it's just like that's where we learn boundaries from yeah. you know and especially if you know if you have siblings it's like fuck you have no fucking boundaries mm-hmm. you know you're just <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean but as you get older you know i've just been trying to instill them and even just with my own friendships and i just feel like um the right ones you know will get it and um honor them and you know it's not being selfish it's like more so like honoring myself and my needs over anybody else's and i like why is that so fucking wrong like i even feel like sweaty just saying i know i have like a sweaty armpit i'm like oh my god do people think i hate my family i adore my family i'm so close to them but it's like Ugh, I know. I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. I know. Well, this is why we're talking about it. Like, yeah. this is a difficult fucking topic. Yeah. Because, like, we are conditioned to to like, be, like be at the, be like a people pleaser, or like we're not allowed to like, you know what I mean? Like, like ourselves or stick up for ourselves or you know, what I mean? like all these and like be yeah. more like, be self involved or self whatever. Like, yeah, that's supposedly a bad thing. I don't. No. Totally. Well, I even I just thought of a friend example where um, this summer when I was in New York, I took a bike ride one day from Harlem where I was staying down to Lower East Side down to like Battery Park where mm-hmm. you can like get on the boat to the Statue of Liberty. And it was really pretty. So I posted a story. And then a friend of mine that lives there reached out and was like, oh, are you in the Lower East Side? I can I can just hop on the train and come meet you because um, they wanted to hang out. Mm-hmm. I love this person. I have loved them for like 16 years. Uh-huh. But that day I was in my feels. I was mm-hmm. having a Megan day and mm-hmm. I wanted to have my little Megan time and then go home and make dinner with my boyfriend. Like we had it all, a whole plan. Yeah. And I almost, res- even though I, I almost responded, yeah, sure, come down. And then I was like, you know what? I just, I don't have the energy for that right now. Mm-hmm. So I responded and said, you know, um, I love you so much. I'd love to get dinner this week. But today I'm really in my little emo feels and mm-hmm. I'm just having a, I'm having a day of riding bike through the, bikes through the city by myself and just feeling my feelings. Mm-hmm. Sent it, felt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, felt like I, I was, felt like why I was being mean. But yeah. you know what? That person said, oh my God, I totally understand. Yeah. Let's get, when can we get dinner this week? And then we made a dinner date mm-hmm. and it was fine. And then I even checked in I, at, at dinner. I was like, just so you know that, like, I want to be so clear that. That was about me just doing some like emotional self-care for myself and not that I didn't want to see you. I just wanted to be alone. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, I get it. You already communicated that. Like I understand and I wasn't upset. Yeah. But even still, like, I I mean, I almost said, yeah, sure. Come down, even though I didn't want to hang out. Yeah. Because I felt like it would be mean to say otherwise. Right. So it's still, it's like very much a work in progress. Yes. Yes. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. I am really like, I don't know. I mean, if you look at my fucking Instagram feed and my search, like it's all about like all these memes of how to like protect yourself, you know, Uh and how to take care of yourself. And um, boundaries are like a huge fucking thing on, you know, this is, again, your life that you have to live and you want to be comfortable and at peace and calm and joyful and all these things. And you're the only one that can say what is right for you, you know, mm-hmm. like and and experience those feelings. So it's just like I'm just trying to like be more at like like kind of just like kind of let go of the um, the reaction from others. Yeah. You know, 
yeah, what's that saying that like the people who have the biggest reactions or push back the hardest against your boundaries are the exact people you need to have them for? Yes. I'm probably fucking up that. I know it's like an actual no, but saying, that, but you know what I mean? That yeah. are the same ones that like, like um, took advantage of you not having exactly. those boundaries. That's the saying. I knew yeah. you would know the quote. <laughs> I mean, I have it saved, I'm sure. <laughs> but it's so true. Yeah. You know, but it's just like, <laughs> yeah. So just pay attention to, you know, it's it's all about paying attention to yourself and your needs. And that yeah. is fucking huge. Yeah. Huge. Figure out your internal red flags or your internal breadcrumbs that let you know if you need to set a boundary. Like I said, for me, it's resentment. If I'm feeling resentful towards someone I actually love care a lot about that lets me know I have a boundary that I have not done the taken my done my part done my responsibility of communicating Mm -hmm. and so my job is to communicate that and trust the other person who loves me too yeah to meet me in that energy totally and if they need to discuss it or share a boundary of their own awesome because we're all grown-ups who love each other and we can do that but I mean that's my that's my little my little like canary in the coal mine is resentment yeah, that's when I know. Um, I'm still figuring mine out. <laughs> I just feel uncomfortable sometimes, yeah. or like, like feel resistance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just a big resistance. But but to to speak to that, yes, like trust in the person that you're mm-hmm. communicating your boundary with because, um, yeah, I mean they love you or they don't. <laughs> that's good <laughs> you know? to know. That's good information, um, and they'll respect your boundary or they won't. Um, that is not your responsibility. Your only responsibility is to yourself. And um, yeah, we are like, I would want to know mm-hmm. if I was crossing somebody's boundary. I would want to know if if you needed something from me totally. that I wasn't not even I didn't even know. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so yeah. trust in the person that you're talking to. Um, and that's that's what I've been doing. And it's been really helpful. I'm like, yeah, oh, shit. You know, I'm like, oh. Like getting all this off my chest and I don't have to continue walking around like this. And it's yeah. awesome. I mean, I would say even being on like the receiving end of you sharing what you need. So like, you know, as you've gone like deeper into and deeper into processing some challenging stuff, mm-hmm. which is like very tender, you've been really clear. Like I need at this moment in my life, extra reassurance that I matter to you. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, thank you. Yes. For letting me know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so true. Yeah. I totally see all these things come up. I, I'm gonna work on like reflection more. No, you're really you're really good at it. You're like getting very strong. Oh but then I for, I fucking forget about these things. Um But you know, you you let me know that and I was like, oh my god, thank you for thank you for letting me know how to be connect what you need and how I can be connected to you. And so now I know like check in. And then I also know if I'm like having a week where my energy is low and like, I'm not able to do that as much that I can just like, it's helpful for me to let you know, like, Hey, I'm having kind of a, a fucked up week, Yeah, but I love you. Yeah. <laughs> you still matter. <laughs> I, but I thought that was, I mean, that's just such a beautiful way of saying like, Hey, I'm in a tender spot. I need yeah. the people who love me to like remind me that they love me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, was like so happy to meet you in that space thank you for doing that because like like I always forget about these things because I'm very like when I'm in the moment I'm like really like in the moment and then like 
Um, but what I've been learning too is like being like being honest and reaching out to people that they will be there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like just being able to communicate like I, I really need some help. I really need I, I can't carry this by myself or I just need like constant reassurance right now mm-hmm. that I am a good person. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I will get really low, you know, so it's really helpful to have like friends. Like if you do have friends in your life that you can communicate to or just try it, just mm-hmm. fucking try it. You know, yeah, you'll be amazed at how the people meet you there. Yeah, show up for you. You know, if they don't know how to show up for you, like people are not going to know how you feel unless you tell them how you feel. It's very rude of everybody not being able to read our minds. I know, right? But I suppose we have to be emotionally mature adults and fucking tell them. Yes, I mean, we have to communicate with each other. And I'm guilty of not doing that. I'm working on it. I think we're all like a work in progress. And as long as like, I hope this um, episode just like starts like this awareness, right? Like Mm -hmm. creates an awareness of like, wait, like checking in with yourself and like yeah. what feels good for me and what doesn't feel so good for me uh-huh. and what can I do about it and who can I talk to about it? I love thing, that. You know? Well, I know that you have a bunch of pearls of wisdom. Do I? I don't. Well, all the Instagrams that you <laughs> Oh my saved. gosh. Well, there's tons of like, yes, boundary setting ones. You know, I follow a lot of people that have. <laughs> I have one that I'll share while you're looking. And I actually, it comes from an uh, Instagram creator whose name is Elwing Bing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I loved this so much that I actually printed it out and put it on my refrigerator a couple years ago when I was really working to hold a strong boundary with somebody. Um, and the quote was, unconditional love does not equal unconditional relationship. Ooh. For so many of us, the people that we need the strongest boundaries with are people we love unconditionally. Yeah. And I can love them unconditionally, but still have conditions under which we operate in our relationship. Yeah. And I just, I thought that was like the most beautiful expression of like, of a boundary. And I seriously had it on my refrigerator for a long time um, because it just really resonated. So that's my pearl. You can love people unconditionally, but they do not get unconditional access to your life or your energy. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of things, but I'm going to just leave it here too, because just to speak on how I was talking about this earlier, how I will take, you know, we take accountability for our own, (laughs) you know, crossing of boundaries. Um, I love this. I love this person that I follow on Instagram. Her name is Mina. Um, with two A's underscore B. She has a lot of like wisdom here. But um, one of her gentle reminders is give yourself permission to speak up and say no and also learn to accept when someone else speaks up and says no without trying to change their mind. Boundaries navigate in two directions, not just one. I love that. Yeah, that's beautiful. We will um, let's make sure that we post both of those on our social okay. when it comes out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, just, you know. Just so you're also aware that other people have fucking boundaries, as we were talking about earlier. Yeah, you know? it's a it's a dance. It is know? a dance. It's a dance. Yeah. Um, yes. It's a dance of meeting our needs first. Our oxygen mask goes on first before yes. someone else's. But yeah. we do need to meet other people's needs too. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's a, that's where the negotiation and the the dance of emotional intimacy comes in. Absolutely, it's yeah. important for us to speak up for ourselves. And yeah. also respect other people when they speak up for themselves. So, hell yeah. Yay. 
Hey! Well, well, this was a good episode. Thanks for coming with us on our journey of learning <laughs> about boundaries, trying to figure out what the fuck they are, trying to figure out how the fuck to have them. Yeah. Um, yes. And doing it all with love. It's all from a place of love. Yes. And love for yourself. And for uh, first and foremost, yep. love for yourself is where it all starts. And then, yes. And then communicating to others yeah. what you need. So, um... Thank you again for listening to this wonderful episode on boundaries. boundaries. Know when to hold them. Let them know. Know when to fold them. Let them go. <laughs> <laughs> Special shout out to Kenny Rogers for this week's soundtrack. Yes. R.I.P. King. Um, so where can people find us if they want to hear our, more of our thoughts or see more of our thoughts on a boundary? Well, they can find us on the lovely Graham Instagram. It is. Have you ever heard of it? It's uh... <laughs> Instagram. Ever heard of it? <laughs> uh, we have um, we have a little page there. Um, so you can find us at at sh- underscore don't talk about it pod. Um, that's on Instagram is with three H's three H's and so you can uh, find us there you can DM us there you can let us know um, talk to us about your boundaries how if you have any you know questions or you want advice on how to navigate through them we're here for you we are here to commiserate you're also always welcome to email us at info at shdonttalk.com again shh is always s-h-h-h Um, beyond that please rate review and subscribe Mm -hmm. especially subscribing really helps us out as a small scrappy podcast working (laughs) working to um, grow our audience and please you know share this episode if it if something resonated with you share it Mm -hmm. with a couple friends and thanks for being on the journey with us y'all yeah thank you all right bye bye